0: This is Heavy Hawk Football! <laughs> On today's show, we talk about the greatest receiver of all time. Also, one of the most beloved Redskins in Redskins 75 year rich history. We're talking about none other than the great number 81, Art Monk.
1: Live with Aaron just Jones! <laughs> the monster! <laughs> Art Monk. Excellent.
0: Dudes, I'm so pumped about the 81st episode. My favorite player and yours, Art Monk. And um, what I have to say about Art Monk is as I was growing up in the 80s, he was one of my football heroes. Probably my favorite player. Dude, he still
1: is one of my football heroes. Yeah, he's he's definitely my favorite player. I got me the throwback Art Monk jersey recently. I'm very happy that I picked that up. Yeah, he's still my favorite player of all time because he's so unassuming. You know, he mm-hmm. went out and did his job mm-hmm. like, like everybody should just
0: do. Yeah, man, he had like the uh, I don't know how do I put this the skill. Uh, how would you re- how would you relate him to like receivers in the league today? The skill level of like a, mm, I can't relate him to receivers in the league. Today. I can't relate him, but let's just say the skill level of the top receiver in the league, and the,
1: the hands and route running, a Tory Holt.
0: and the demeanor, but even more so than like Marvin Harrison.
1: Yeah, Specialism.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and I've seen I've seen and Marvin. The good looks of John. I've seen Marvin Harrison get up, upset a few times, and I don't know if I've ever seen Art Monk. Maybe
1: once. I can't remember ever seeing Art Monk get, like, pissed off. Well, of course, you know, today, the cameras aren't in their faces. I mean, the cameras yeah. are in their faces a lot more than they than they used to be back when he was playing. So, like, now, it's like, whenever there's anybody that has any sort of celebrity status, there's some kind of camera in their face. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, everybody gets mad. I'm sure he did, but... We never really saw that, that side of Yeah,
0: that's a really good point. Yeah, we never, he never got mad on the field is all I'm saying because the camera was on him then. Dude,
1: all I know is if it's third and eight, he ran 8.5 yards. And caught it. And caught it. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't run five yards. He ran eight, eight and a half damn yards or nine yards. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, got supposed- the first, he got the first down. He didn't run three yards.
0: Yeah, but how many times do we see, like, receivers today like have to get 12 yards and they run like 10 and a half or even worse like 4 you know what I mean oh
1: yeah
0: Art Monk never did that he knew where he had to get and he got there and he caught the ball he didn't oh. drop it like T.O. he didn't an
1: alligator arm when he ran across the middle
0: he just I'm caught sorry. it caught it put the ball down and went back to the huddle time oh, and yeah. time again He didn't catch it and waste time showboating.
1: He just did his job. Right. Just do your job, man. And
0: that's what I love about him. In fact, I've got a, um, on my move out west, I have my very uh, favorite coffee mug, which is an Art Monk mug. John knows about it. From the 80s. And I told my wife on the move out, I said, if there's one thing that has to survive this trip unbroken... It's this coffee mug.
1: Art Monk. You're like, the wedding china can bounce up and down all at once. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) And the funny thing is, is when I got here and we were unpacking in the new house, I was like, what is this? And it was this huge, huge ball. It was about the size of a basketball thing wrapped up (laughs) in paper. And I started unwrapping it. (laughs) It took me like 10 minutes, and in the middle was my Art Monk mug. It made the trip. She took me seriously, man. It was like the the only thing (laughs) in (laughs) a (laughs) box. Nice. In any event, I just wanted to, uh, since it is the Art Monk episode, probably the most deserving player, wide receiver, to be in the Hall of Fame, and he's not, as you all know. And um, this week I pulled up some stats of the uh, eight players that played at least one year the same time that Art Monk played that are in the Hall of Fame. And I looked at three categories, three simple categories. I mean, I'm going to make it very plain for the idiotic voters of the uh, process here. I looked at three categories. Those were total number of touchdowns in a career, total number of receiving yards in a career, and total number of receptions in a career. Okay, let me go through those players, all right? First and foremost, the two seven and thousand two thousand and seven inductee, John's favorite player, John's favorite player, and not mine, Michael Irvin.
1: Michael Irvin yeah, had trash about me like that.
0: <laughs> Michael Irvin had a respectable seven hundred and fifty catches in his career. Wow, that's a lot. I wonder how many Art Monk had. (laughs) Nine hundred and (laughs) forty. (laughs) Championship. Okay, let me see here.
1: Wow, that's hundred and ninety more than uh, Michael Urban had.
0: Yeah, how about that? And now let me see
1: (laughs) one hundred and ninety.
0: All right, now let me see this. Um, receiving yards. Michael Urban had eleven thousand nine hundred and four. Let me see how many. Mi- how many? And he's a Hall of Famer, but let me see how much this non-Hall of Famer had. Oh, Oh, twelve thousand seven hundred
1: twenty-one championship. Wow,
0: championship. <laughs> That's you tell him. What's that, dude? Dude, is, that, is Michael Vick at your house? What,
1: what, what's going on? Let the dog Let the dog out. All right. Alright, you know, Mike live in my neighborhood, you get have a guard dog.
0: Michael so. Irvin, touchdowns. A very respectable 65 touchdowns. Let me see. What did Art Monk have there? Oh, 65. That's a lot, yeah. That is a lot. He's getting close to Art Monk on that one. But close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Art Monk has 68. Championship.
1: champ. All right, now that we yeah, so, yeah, I think all we have to say about that is PJ. Well, I guess uh, am I who's your mama? So, John, all only have one.
0: your mama, John? We need to point out to these sports writers that vote on this, just like we pointed out to people, just like we pointed out to all the Cowboys fans that were complaining at the end of that November fifth game. We said one word and pointed, and what was that word? Scoreboard. <laughs> scoreboard that's all they need they don't need to well art monk art monk we can't really remember a catch that defined his career how about 940 of them yeah not to, I also want to mention this art monk had an unprecedented let me count them up here this is not including postseason games One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, 11 seasons where he did not miss a game
1: 11. Eleven. Pretty impressive. And that's with him going all across the middle and doing all that stuff, going across the middle all the time. No alligator mar- arms for a number. Well, the Redskins number eighty-one. No alligator arms. No short arm and that stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nine yards for an eight-yard, eight-yard catch. So
0: let me just go quickly yeah. down the, down the list of the other seven players that are in the Hall of Fame. And why they don't belong in there? Well, I'm not saying they don't belong in there. I'm just saying Art Monk belongs in there,
1: also. Yeah, some of these guys are definitely uh, worthy. Not not uh, Michael Irvin yet. Um, definitely worthy. It should be in there. And you know, I can't really say Michael Irvin's not worthy, but damn, he should not be in there yet with Art Monk out. <clears throat> we all know that.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I was reading the um, article, the interview that uh, our good pal Will over at Hog's Haven did with um was it Lynn Shapiro, one of the Hall of Fame voters for the rights for the uh post. Is that who it was?
1: Yeah man, he uh if you haven't seen it, uh go go over to um dot com and uh you can check it out. He wrote it I think in, back in March or April, I can't remember. But uh but uh good good interview there with uh Lynn Shapiro uh talking yeah, about back when we were all still fuming um at that time okay. uh, I, you know about the Art Monk exclusion once again.
0: What do you mean? Isn't I'm that? still fuming about it. But okay. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: There's
0: there's one thing that stuck out in my mind when I read that interview, and it was the fact that uh, Lynn Shapiro said that he thinks that Art Monk will get in next year with Daryl with Daryl Green. And Will asked him, uh, well, mm-hmm. a lot of people are thinking that Chris Carter will be getting in because he had slightly better numbers than Art Monk, and that this may have been Art Monk's last chance, you know, for a while. And he said, "He said, no, Chris Carter is going to have to wait his turn. I'm like, what about What about Michael Irvin? What turn did he wait?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is that crap?
0: Yeah, that's just like trying. But again,
1: you know, I, I could see where some of them are going to get that argument from because they're going to say, you know, Michael Irvin has rings and Chris Carter, you know, Big Butt doesn't have any rings, so <laughs> they may make him wait. But then again, Steve Larkin doesn't have a ring, and he was uh, he was voted in first first ballot.
0: So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, let me go through these seven other players real quick. The um, venerable Lynn Swan also has a TV career. I might add.
1: Yeah, um, defeated uh, defeated a congressional candidate from 2006 as well.
0: Okay. Um, anyway, Lynn Swan. We all know Art Monk's rec- um You know records here. So let's say touchdowns fifty-one. Art wins. Receiving yards, 5,462. Art more than doubled it. And receiving catches, 336. Art almost tripled that. All right, John Stallworth, also from the Steelers, class of 2002, (laughs) which I believe in 2002, Art Monk was eligible, wasn't he? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. He was eligible then.
0: Well, let me see. Hmm, Art Monk or John Stallworth? John Stallworth had 63 touchdowns. Pretty good, but Art still wins. He had 8,723 receiving yards. Art Monk wins by about 4,000 and something. And he had 537 receptions, which, once again, Art almost doubled that. So, uh, okay. you guys see a reason why Art Monk shouldn't be in yet with these other guys that are in here?
1: Yeah, all you guys like that jackass from, I think it was the Houston paper that was writing this horrible article... Um, we actually had a link to it on the website for a while. Um, horrible article about why Art Monk should never be in. Um, still haven't convinced them.
0: To explain I, it, dude. You just have to. All you have to do is look at the scoreboard here. Yeah. All right. Now here, James Lofton, class of two thousand three. Um, James Lofton did have more touchdowns than Art Monk. He had more receiving yards by about thirteen hundred, and he did not have as many catches. Play for. James Lawson played for the Packers, the Raiders, the Bills, the Rams, and the Eagles. Oh, wow.
1: He was around a lot.
0: Okay. I, re- I remember him the most on the the Bills that lost all those Super Bowls. Yeah,
1: totally. I think I remember him on the Packers that year. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he on the Packers when they won the Super Bowl? I can't remember. Maybe not in '96. Can't remember. It's not a risk. I
0: don't know. Dude, he retired before then.
1: Okay,
0: but anyway, why did he get in before Art Monk? Well, he got two yeah, of the three. I mean, that one—that one's a little more legitimate because he had two of the three categories. You know, he he beat out Art. So so far, we've got one person that's hanging with Art. Okay, these other guys, these <laughs> other guys art. can just you know take a back seat. Alright, then we get to Steve Largent. Zero rings, zero championships. <laughs> and Steve Largent had less touch, uh, I'm sorry, had more touchdowns than Art Monk. He has more receiving yards than Art Monk by about, a um, 119. And, but he had a lot less catches and Art Monk had over 100 more catches than him. So
1: he's, he can handle. Yeah, well, he played for a team. He was a one shirt pony, though. Well, his team was, because he played for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Name another player ever to play for the Seahawks. <clears throat> That's Until, like, a few years ago. I mean, it was just Steve Larson. It might as well have been him throwing the ball to himself. <laughs> and we've talked about, didn't about that. Have anyone else to throw touchdowns
0: to. And we've talked about that before, too, with the Redskins. It's like, because Art Monk wasn't the only person they had to throw to.
1: And Dude, a lot of... spread it around.
0: A lot of these other guys were. <laughs> yeah. Remember, yeah. the Redskins had... While Art Monk was there, they had uh, Ricky Sanders, Gary Clark. They had um,
1: Charles Brown there. Yes, he was Charles Brown
0: in the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, mm-hmm. they had good receivers all around. Who was the, who was opposite of Steve Largent? I beg you to tell me.
1: Fact yeah, it- yeah. Does anyone know off the top of their head any receivers that played with Steve Largent? Not to mention who you know the Redskins could hand the ball off to. I mean. There were you know, they had to spread it around a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, they won three Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, I like well, Super Bowls well, the Seahawks won with them. Well, you know, if you go and you read um, that uh, that interview with Lynch Shapiro on Hawkshaven, they talk about you know how next year Daryl Green Lynch Shapiro talks about Daryl Green is up next year, so might be a uh, double whammy next year. That'd be great, but I, I'm not holding my breath. And, and I'm if, not either.
0: And if Daryl Green gets in and Art Monk doesn't, it's not going to appease me, man. I'm still going to be mad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll be
1: happy for Daryl Green, but that's a
0: no-brainer. But then yeah. again, so is Art Monk. So. <clears throat> yep. Okay. All right. I'm moving on here. Charlie Joyner. Art Monk beat oh, him okay. in all three categories. I'm not going to go into depth on it. <laughs> and that's that's the end of him right there. So. There are two guys that beat Art Monk in two categories, and the rest of them, Art Monk has beat all these great players that are allowed into the Hall of Fame. So,
1: but they've all been voted in by these experts, of sports writers, um, <laughs> sports writers who are the people that vote in the Hall of Fame. <clears throat> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking yeah. of one of the one of those sports writers, I was reading an article out of Columbus. I believe it was the Columbus. Um, Dispatch. Dispatch. Basically said in his article that who are the Redskins, or, or the Redskins came out saying, you know, apologizing for Clinton Portis's remarks and whatnot, and, you know, saying that dogfighting is bad and all that junk. <clears throat> and he was like, who are the, he basically was like, who are the Redskins to say anything? Basically, who? how do they have the place to say that about Clinton Portis when their name is so degrading? to Native Americans. It's like, dude, it doesn't have anything to do with them as an organization. It's not like they're they're the Nazi party or anything. (laughs) It was just ridiculous. this is
1: coming from a guy that writes in the state that I, uh, that all, well, two of us have lived in and worked in at, at various times in our careers. And, uh, yeah, the people at the local bar used to call the ABC people the liquor Indians. And, uh, there's a you know, Cleveland Indians,
0: not that. Like and Randy. and, he, wrote, um, and yeah. he wrote me back, like, I sent him an email being like, this is ridiculous. And he wrote me back saying, is it ridiculous? Are you going to say <laughs> it's ridiculous that they tried to keep, um, who was it, Jackie Robinson out of the baseball? I was like, dude, that has nothing. The Redskins aren't trying to keep anyone, Native Americans out of any sport. I was like, your point, it doesn't make sense.
1: Like, dude, where are you going with that? He was the so, dude, though, let me read. Did you guys, did you guys see the uh, Clint Portis? Since we're on this topic, did you see his response, though? Now, have you, have you guys read that? What he actually his said? Latest
0: one? Yes. Oh no! Read it to us,
1: <laughs> dude. I got to read this to you. Okay. <clears throat> A couple of weeks ago, when I made those comments, hold <clears> on. <throat> A couple of weeks ago, when I made those comments. Uh, I just woke up. I I didn't understand the seriousness seriousness behind it. I didn't know it would affect that many people. Didn't think what I said was that offensive. But after doing research and seeing how serious people take this, I shouldn't have made the comment. I had no idea the love that people have for animals or, or didn't consider it when I made those comments. I'm not even a pets man. (laughs) I've got got a fish. That's the easiest thing to keep up. I've I've never been into dogs, never dealt with dogs, don't like playing with dogs. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who are crazy over pets. And then he concludes, from now on, I don't comment on nobody. <laughs> All I have uh, to was, say about. It's kind of a shame, and I, I hope he doesn't hold true to that because there's one thing that's been great about Clinton Fortis is his candor. And, I mean, he'll, he'll talk about stuff other people are afraid to talk about. I mean, you know, he showed his ass on this, and apparently he figured out that, supposedly, he figured out that it was really dumb right. and that his ideas were uh, very uh, arcane.
0: How do you think he but, researched it?
1: You know, hopefully, he'll still, he'll still, like, you know, sheriff's going to get you, still going to come around and, you know, dollar bill and all those guys. He researched it and realized that people are crazy of a pet, but he's not a pet. <laughs> Dude,
0: what, what kind of research do you think he
1: did? called Pet Smart. Who knew? And the trivia question this week is what is the name of Clinton Portis' fish?
0: And what kind of research agency did he use to research this? <laughs> and do you think it'll survive the season <laughs> oh, man. anyway back to art monk my personal opinion is he is he is my favorite player and he yeah, was and, and he was man. growing up and he was a good role model for every kid that watched sports growing up um and he's
1: showing him with class, man. He's always always classy.
0: And he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and there's no one that can convince any of us otherwise. And in fact,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: in honor of the 81st episode, in our Harry Hog store, we have designed, or Josh has designed, a, yeah. an Art Monk shirt that says, um, go ahead and explain it, Josh.
1: It's like one of those bond referendum signs that you see in people's yards when it comes around voting time. It has the big box with the big check in it, and it just says, Vote Yes on number 81.
0: And then it says HOF in the box.
1: Yeah, HOF in the box with the check.
0: Anyway, if we can sell a bunch of these and get people to wear them at the stadium, man, maybe the cameras will pick up on it, and maybe these experts will get the point. So yeah. go on there and check them out.
1: Yeah. Go on there and check them out. Check them out on the Harry Hog Football uh, the dot com store. We got a bunch of them on there, and uh, some yeah. of them are pretty
0: cool. And we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some new designs coming out for the new season. But this is the first one we're putting out in honor yep. of episode eighty one. Yeah. So go on. We're,
1: clear, we're gonna clear some of the O seven stuff out. The O six O seven. So if you want any of that stuff, go get it. Because it's gonna be gone within a month or
0: so. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get to the, uh, store by going to our site and clicking on the link that says, um, I think it says shop, doesn't it? I think so.
1: Okay. Yeah, HHS store. It HHS store. It's next to the podcast. Ah, tab at the top of com. And, and just so you guys know, we don't like, put that money in our pockets. It all goes back into, uh, to the podcast and, you know, paying our bandwidth and everything else. So, um, that's where it goes. We're not trying to make any money and uh, and all of that.
0: And um, in any event, what, do you guys have any more personal remarks to make about the great Arthur Monk?
1: Um, he's a great guy. He's, he's a, a great guy. I'm glad he's a classy guy. He's keeping it classy. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take for him to make him to the Hall of Fame. Eventually, he's going to get there. Um, One way or another, even if it's a senior committee vote, you know they'll vote him in because the players actually vote. Well, no, the players don't vote on that. But they're the ones that uh, I believe have a lot of say on who the person is that's nominated for that. And basically, anyone that makes a senior committee is going to get voted in nowadays anyway. But hopefully it won't come to that because – I I think enough people are coming to their senses about Art Monk. Um, He's he's getting a better shot, it seems, every year. And eventually he's going to get in there, and we're all going to be vindicated or feel vindicated and just be super happy for him because, you know, I don't know Art Monk, just like with any other athlete. I don't know him. And you never know what a person's really like unless you know him. But, man, he always seemed to carry himself a class, do his job. He's just a classic guy, and like I said at the beginning of the podcast, you needed eight yards,
0: he got you eight and a half. Yep. Yep. One other thing I wanted to point out, these guys that were saying that um, he never had the big game or whatever. John, you might be able to pull this up real quick, but I'm pretty sure in the Super Bowl in 91, he had something like, I want to say eight, seven or eight catches for over 100 and some yards.
1: Yeah, he had well over 100 yards in that one, and that that touchdown they took away from the back of the end zone. But I mean, he showed up for that.
0: That's a pretty was, big that game, a huge game. That's a pretty big game there. Um,
1: Everyone talks about how Terrell uh, Owens did all did such a great job coming in uh, in that Super Bowl that the Eagles lost, and had very comparable numbers. Actually, it was very close to those numbers to um, the numbers Art Monk had in that Super Bowl against the Bills. And what a great thing he did! And I don't I don't see a ring on his finger. Tonight. That's mm-hmm. right. So, you know, what, what's the deal? Just because he's quiet and he's classy, he doesn't run around and snort cocaine or, you know, do ridiculous stuff like Terrell Owens does and throw every single person he knows under the bus and, you know, nothing's ever his fault kind of guy. Just because, you know, he's a good guy. Who's going to vote for him? He's not flashy. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'd be to
0: wake up. Anyway. could we'll get there. could
1: we'll get there.
0: What other Redskins news do we have from this week? springs apparently uh sean springs showed up at camp like we thought he would and then john you told me today that he had to leave
1: yeah he had to uh he actually had to uh leave this afternoon i believe from camp to uh, deal with a personal matter a family matter and it wasn't there was nothing specific on that um but as we all know his father is, is had some medical major medical issues um former nfl player ron springs i believe is his first name and uh you know, he. uh I, I hope it doesn't have anything to do with that, and I hope it's not anything bad because you never want anything bad for him, even if he was a cowboy. In that case, you, you hope that everything's all right with that. So hopefully, we'll find out what it is and everything will be good. But uh, other than that, there's not a lot of going on out there in the Redskins land. We got we got OTAs going on. Sean Spring didn't even have to show up. No, this uh, apparently the Redskins are going to keep him because he did show up, and it's what six. Today? Wait, I thought yep. this was—I um, thought this
0: was minicamp. I didn't think it was OTA anymore.
1: No, he's coming in for OTAs. This is still OTAs. Minicamp starts on the fifteenth. Oh, yep.
0: Okay, okay. Um,
1: that's the first mandatory time that the, the teams have to show up. Yep. Um. The uh, the Redskins are trying to um, make it a priority, so they say to uh, sign Chris Cooley long term. They've been talking about that this week. Yeah. He really come along that has he really been it's only what his third year isn't
0: it yeah I think they want to get that out of the way Yeah, you
1: know. I, I guess that's a good idea because you know if he ever made it to the market just like the Betts would have uh, if he had made it to the market it would have been really really um <laughs> there would have been a lot of people throwing a lot of money at him like ridiculous money like they threw a Dockery this offseason
0: mm-hmm. um another thing that I saw kind of related that I kind of chuckled at it was um Joe Gibbs' is, uh, son that runs the race team, what's his name? Koi or something? Koi. <laughs> anyway, he was talking to someone <laughs> about the possibility of Dale Jr. being a driver for uh, <laughs> Joe Gibbs Racing.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, he said he basically said that Dan Snyder keeps trying to buy the racing team off of his dad, and he sounded all annoyed about it in his interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's He's like, Dan Snyder keeps trying to buy it. He's like, um, you know, they're oh, talking about man. adding a fourth team maybe for Junior and all this stuff. I can see Dan going, come on, come on, it works really well. Works really on, well. He's a huge Redskins fan. You know, he can drive the Redskins car. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, that's exactly what he'd do. He'd have Redskins stuff on the car next thing you know, which that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool we'll, uh, uh, Redskins you know, fans You anyway, If kids the team and, and, and Greedy and Dan Snyder doesn't Just have Dan Smart Snyder be the sponsor As the Redskins. Yeah like, there you
0: go It's all annoying oh. like Dan Snyder just keeps Trying to buy the team Off my dad Like I wish he would <laughs> stop He thinks he can have Anything He can't have our. And he, then he went on To say that he wanted It to be like a family Business and he wanted His kid to run it When he was Old and all that
1: He's basically that's, like, that's very NASCAR, isn't it? Yeah, the only thing is, I think if if, if Junior came to Joe Gibbs, I don't think they would... Uh, I can't see Gibbs Racing putting Budweiser on the car. I just can't see it. You yeah. know, I've, I've heard people say that and talking about that, but I can't see them giving up the ridiculous amount of money they make by keeping Budweiser on the car. Yeah, well... Money. Uh, you know, Gibbs didn't come back just because he wanted to win another ring. There, there are five million reasons per year that Joe Gibbs came back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but also, yeah, but if you think about it, he really doesn't have to make money. So if sure he feels, yeah, if he feels oh, he needs it, if he feels strongly about not having Budweiser on his car, he won't have it. It's not like he has to have it.
1: Right. I think that could very well be the only sticking point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, let's see. He I think it's a, like, yeah. Go ahead. I think it's a very distinct possibility that uh, that Junior could be racing for Joe Gibbs next year. Yeah, I think, it just, I think be it's crazy. either going to be Junior or Hendrick Motorsports.
0: I mean, and, yeah. th- and wouldn't that just drive fans crazy for
1: Junior? But anyway, hey, isn't like yeah. doesn't yeah. like enough NASCAR news? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Doesn't like Joe Gibbs and Dan Snyder kind of remind you of like um, an like a the, the fight between good and evil? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, kind of like how like, Star Wars. Our history channel's been talking about Star Wars a lot this last couple weeks, showing the Hawks, Star Wars, the history behind, and then you know what all the, the subtext is and the meaning and, and the world today and the world of yesteryear and all this stuff. Yeah, they could totally do a special on Dan Snyder and you know? all. They could, like shrink <laughs> them, <and> they can, <laughs> yeah. They could shrink them both down to like three inches tall and stick one on each of your shoulders, and they could whisper in your ears. <laughs> Joe Gibbs in like a little white robe And a little uh, halo With the, with the uh, glittery foil thing Sticking up from the back of his neck Holding the halo off Dan Put a couple of horns on his head Oh, he's already got
0: those And he like lands they, they both land those,
1: Like curly mustachio drawn on his lips <laughs> Dude, they both,
0: they both land on Coy's shoulders After Joe Gibbs is like old and, like, Come, and Dan's like Come on, Coy, sell me the team And Joe's like Keep it in the family, Coy. Don't sell the team
1: What do I do? And then Dan's like, buy a nine dollar beer coy. Jim us like, We don't drink beer and get <laughs> in, Anyway. In
0: any event, you guys uh hear that music? Uh, I do hear it. I hear it. There so it is. That's right. <laughs> it's time for Ohio. And uh, continuing from last week, we did get an answer on that uh, first. We're giving out our first prize for Tom's Trivia. First
1: prize other than a virtual prize.
0: And uh, that prize. tangible prize. That prize is a, a jewelry gift set provided by TheBeardedToad.com.
1: TheBeatAndToad.com <laughs> TheBeatAndToad.com It's a red skin theme jewelry set You know For your wife Girlfriend Special lady Or yourself Big friend Or yourself You know Whatever you're into Whatever Man I just
0: uh. I can't get that name right Anyway <laughs> And uh, The question was What was the question I don't even remember It was so long ago and
1: Who was the uh, Replay official
0: Oh yeah, the replay official in that game against the Eagles where, um, who was it, Ernest Biner. Was it Ernest Biner? Anyway, I think it was Ernest Biner. I remember it, the picture in the newspaper, actually, for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah. His elbow was down and the, the fumble was picked up and returned by the Eagles for a touchdown, but then it got overturned and the Redskins got the ball back, went on to win the game. Right. And uh, the question was, who was the replay official that overturned the call? And here... Is the voicemail the winning voicemail that we got in?
1: Guys, um, apologies for calling at such an antisocial time, um, but my name is Simon Kinsey. Just uh, calling in to make a, um, another attempt at giving you my answer for the uh, of your question. I reckon that the replay official in the uh, in that playoff game was a guy called George Sladsky. Um, and I promise, guys, I didn't get it from Google. <laughs> I uh, I found this on an Art Monk website. So uh, I was just looking at Art Monk recently, and uh the campaign to get him into the Hall of Fame, and right there in front of me. Sir.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yes, Simon. Sir. You are correct. You are <laughs> correct, sir. That's right, Simon is correct, and is one won our first ever... Real prize from Harry Hog Football, and that was a gift set once again from the Beaded Toad. Dot com.
1: Congratulations, hey, Joe. Simon. when are you heading over to the UK, Joe? I'm going to be heading over to the UK uh, the second half of July. I believe that uh, Roberta and I are going to be in London the 24th through the 26th, or something like that. Um, yeah, I believe the 24th through the 26th. And uh, once we get close to that time, I'm going to uh, uh, hopefully we can organize a time where I can meet uh, some of you guys out there in the U.K. Redskin Fan Club that's been around for a while. we got a bunch of emails from you guys. we talked about that. Um, hopefully I can meet up with you, a few of you guys for a pint. Roberto will have a pint. You guys will all have a pint, take some pictures for the for the uh, podcast and the website, um, show that we're spreading the spreading the redskin love all over the world. Yeah, man. And maybe you can, can hand-deliver Simon's prize. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see if we can do that. Unless well, they get lost in customs. They lost in
0: customs. <laughs> They'd be like, um, excuse me, sir, did you have some red and gold beads?
1: And you said, no, they're burgundy and gold. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't see anything red right there.
0: This ain't the cheats
1: <laughs> hey, uh, Yeah, man. we're going to be over there in a, that part of July. Um, Roberta's first time in London, and, uh, of course, I went to school there for a while, and I know my way around the city. I love London. One of my favorite places ever. So, uh, hopefully, yeah, once we get a little bit closer to that time, I can hopefully coordinate with some of you guys out there, and we can, uh, have a pint. That'd be sweet.
0: Sweet. All right, and you guys listen up for this week's podcast, or this week's trivia question. The winner of this trivia will win nothing else other than my beloved Art Monk mug.
1: Not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Josh and I go, "Is he serious?" I was like, uh, uh.
0: "Okay, okay, you guys will win nothing other than my autographed Art Monk mini helmet." <laughs> Not.
1: All right. How about a the, uh, Firefox theme for Harry Hog Football?
0: Yeah, you guys will win that. A Harry Hog okay. Football. Firefox theme for your web browser. And here's
1: the question.
0: Here's the trivia question sent in by none other than Tom himself. Twice in the last 20 years, the Redskins have played on Sunday Night Football opposite Game 7 of the World Series. Whom did the Redskins play, and who played in Game 7? Thanks for the trivia question, Tom. Everyone send your answers in to Redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com.
1: And that is h a r r y hogfootball.com dot com, um, and and is it a good thing when the Redskins play versus Game Seven, or is it a bad thing? Like in other words, do we win or do we
0: lose? We'll just say that it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing, dude. Seven
1: is a lucky number.
0: And um, you can also call us on area code two zero two six five seven hail, as in hail to the Redskins.
1: Just like Simon did. All the way from the UK. Yeah, dude called from the UK. If Duke can call from the UK, you lazy a people out there listening with your cell phones and free minutes can pick up the phone and dial a Washington DC area code. Yeah, that's right. You can call. Oh, sorry, No, two zero two six five seven hail. That's right. And you can call any time, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, because that is a uh, that is a voicemail line. So you're just going to be waking Eddie up two
0: and going, "Did you do you get the trivia question. Yeah. And we're just like, what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, dudes. I, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. Go on there. Get your Art Monk shirts. Wear them to the stadium next season. Tell all your friends so we can have a present presence on the uh, television. The announcers will have to be like, oh, look, everyone's wearing a Vote for 81 shirt. What does that mean?
1: I wonder. Yeah, when we have the uh, the Cowboys game coming up this year, we're going to that. I think that's what we're going to be doing as well is having those T-shirts on. Mm-hmm. So, and Aaron, what's that? What's that news we got? We, isn't there some radio show we might do or something?
0: Uh, we got word today. Um, I don't know. We haven't really gotten any details, but um, someone in uh, uh, has a radio show in Richmond on one of the sports radio stations down there, Richmond, Virginia, uh, wants to interview us. Um, I think he said July seventh, but we'll give you more details July about seven. that.
1: Yeah, we'll give you more details as we, you know, because we don't have anything firm or anything like that. But that it's something that has just recently come up. Um, and it <laughs> has just come to light. <laughs> you know, uh, we don't have anything firm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it has recently,
0: it has recently come up
1: but uh yeah it's it, it's something that might come up we might actually get a spot on a. uh oh, you said something that might come up <laughs> hey dude uh john john
0: i i get like a, about 12 emails a day that might help you with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I
1: I get more than that all right dude so that's something that might come up we'll put you guys in if it's a, if it actually uh uh comes up okay josh <laughs> so, uh,
0: yeah. Go ahead. Send us some email. Go on there and get your shirt. It'll should be up on there in a few days, and um, and this will officially retire the number eighty one episode as the jersey. Yep.
1: We will be. never have another episode eighty one. That's right.
0: And neither oh, and neither will oh, the Redskins. God. And neither will the Redskins.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yep. What'd you forget? We almost forgot. Random, Redskins. So, Random Redskin of the Week. Random Redskin of the Week is a player who played for the Washington Redskins named Hugh Taylor. He was known as Bones, Hugh Bones Taylor. He played his whole career in Washington. He was Sammy Baugh's favorite target on the right. football field. Appeared in the All-Star Game two times, thirty-five or 53 and 55. Um...
0: In the team in reception for six straight
1: years, starting in 1949. Is he in, the, is he in the hall, dude? Um, He is not in the hall of fame. Figures. Uh,
0: figures. Um, anyway. <laughs> stop, man? Yeah, y'all. Go ahead and send your emails in to us. Redskins fan, HarryHogFootball.com. We're going to wrap this up. Remember, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan... Joker.
1: Joker. Bye- bye <laughs>